This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you. I hope you download this and listen to it over and over and over again because Al's out next week. So there'll be no podcast. I am not doing it next week. What? Uh, I am not. I'm pleased. I'm not. No. The people no. demand it, Jerry. So, so enjoy the sounds of Al's voice right now. Maybe I'll do them every day at home um, but, uh, while I'm eating lunch. You'd be that bored, lunch huh? with Al. You've got that much set up for next week, huh? Um. Well, listen, Jerry. That's what. This is the time, like when you're taking vacation time around the holidays and all that. Going anywhere? No. Not, and I'm loving every minute of it. Although I had multiple conversations yesterday, Jerry. Gina was like, uh. It's on my bucket list. Oh, boy. That's never good when a sentence starts that way. Right. It's on my bucket list to go to New York for New Year's Eve. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Does she know who she's talking to? No, exactly, Jerry. Does she know who I am? I said, uh, You got her so, a train ticket and have so, fun. So, <laughs> so I was playing like, uh, I was trying to say no without saying no. I was, she's like, what do you think? I was like, ah, you know, if it's something I want to, I'd be well, like, Why would you 100%. even hedge? Just No. Because she's hitting me with bucket list. It's my bucket list. Okay. I did it once in 1995. And it's off your list. It's off my bucket list. I, I went to see. My, that is not on my list. How about this w- weird night, 1995 in New York City? I guess it was 95 turning into 96. You know what's so weird about this? I spent 95 into 96 with Kim at the Magic Kingdom. So you were. I was in Florida. In Florida. Yes. And we, uh, MGM, actually. All we right. celebrated New Year's. So that's funny. It was me, my friend Paul, who I did, used to do the Paul. podcast with, and my friend Rob, who now is a has a family and lives in Boston. We went to see Joan Jett at a biker bar. Wow! And then to Times Square. How about that? We saw you, Huey Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Yes, that sounds much better. Yes. Now Joan Jett at the biker bar was terrific. I'm she sure was she really was. good. I was good. That was good for, enough you for were me. Smoking menthol cigarettes. <laughs> Trying to hook up with chicks with tattoos. What's up, girls? You chicks, Joan Jet fans? <laughs> um, yeah, so, and then I do remember standing in Times Square and looking around going, anything could implode. And I said to Gina, now, now, this is this was before terrorism sure, was a sure. thing. I was like, I'm not going to New York City now. Then she sh- sending me hotel rates. Oh, gosh. How much? Well, the Excelsior that we stay in when we go to Boomer's event. Mm-hmm. 
only four something a night, even on New Year's Eve, which seems very you're strange. Nowhere near Times Square, and that's what she's saying. Oh, we won't even be near. You, you won't even know. I go, but you want to go there. How are you going to get back to the hotel? Exactly, Jerry. As a million people are departing. Yeah, that no, thank you. Just horrendous. Pass and cold. Yes, and she hates the cold. And why would she want to go? there? I don't know, Jerry. She loves adventure. That's adventure. That's adventure. That to her. Adventure to me. Uh, adventure now, would be a African safari. Well, that's also she wants to do. That's on her bucket list. She does. Yeah, she's and got you a had big the bucket list. Opportunity to go for nothing. Yeah. Does she know that? She does. And she, she was, wanted to go. She wanted to go, but she understood. What else does she want to take you to on this vacation? Oh, here? she's got a million. Greece and Spain. I have no interest in any places. See, Greece I'm interested in because the beaches, I've been told, are spectacular. I just picture Greece is full of really muscular, good-looking, olive-skinned men. <laughs> like, And then I'll here I'll be this pasty, white, non-muscular, veal-looking guy. <laughs> Yes, you will. Yeah. That's funny. I don't want that, Jerry. Yeah, it's funny. I did take your advice, though, yesterday, and I went home, and I went online, and I ordered uh, my sister's... Look at you. Mrs. Fields cookies. Nice. Like you suggested. Yes. So hopefully it doesn't uh, burn me, and it looks like what the photo is and that sort of thing. All right. Because I want to uh, get them something uh, just to show happy holidays. A appreciation. Yeah, like bite-sized cookies I got them. Yes. The bite-sized cookies. Uh, which always reminds me, like, when I'm, you never know. Like, once you order from a place, you know what to expect. Like, yes. oh, yes, I get these, or I need to get a bigger item, or the item I got is too big. Next time I've got to get a smaller item. It always reminds me of the time I sent Craig's children. God, this is bad. This is so embarrassing. Uh, you know, I used to, when Craig's kids were little, I would send them something for the holidays. Yes. And I knew they loved M&Ms, and I saw one time personalized M&Ms. So I put all their names on M&Ms, and it was quite pricey, I thought, at the time, and send them in a gumball machine. I was like, this is made of glass. It's a nice gumball machine. So I send it off, and, uh, you know, they were very nice. The kids wrote me handwritten letters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Then one day Craig brought the <laughs> gumball machine into work and put on his desk. It was so tiny. It was Jerry. tiny. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was made really well. It was like an old-school right. gumball machine, but tiny for a desk. Yeah. Not for children That's to rough. enjoy. That was a tough one. That does kind of suck, especially when you think you did something really cool. Right. They were probably like, and you're disappointed with the gift. Right. They probably were all like, do we each get one of these things or one for the only, family? There was only one? Yes. Oh, God. I, I thought it was. Each one? Yeah. No, that would have been all right, I think. Right. But no. You blew it. You I blew did. It. I blew it. You blew it. I blew it big time. Yeah. Then one other time I sent Craig Omaha steaks. Yeah. I thought, oh, this is a nice gift. Oh, his wife's a vegetarian. Uh, this was before she was vegetarian. Oh. This is way back. And his children were very tiny back then. Right. And I remember him going to, oh, oh yes, thank you for those steaks. Um, Lucky really likes them. So I was like, this uh, this guy's not even eating my steaks. No. He's giving them to the little children who don't know the difference between filet mignon. Right. You could have got him steak on he would have been happy. Exactly. Kids love anything. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Good luck to everyone who's sending things. Oh, I meant to. I was going to send my mother uh, flowers, Christmas flowers. Why? Just go to Costco. Greatest flowers ever. Well, and I agree with this. I never send awesome flowers like flowers. like uh, Valentine's Day, uh -huh. Gina's birthday. I go to Acme, believe it or not, has a tremendous flower uh -huh. section. But um, um, are you not going to see them on Christmas? I'm going to see them on Christmas. But do I bring her flowers yes. on Christmas? Absolutely. She's going to be like, what do I do with these now? They're at they're at my sister's house now. 
Oh, you're not seeing them at home. Plus the surprise factor, Jerry. Everyone loves to get... Well, yeah, walking in with flowers for your mom. But also, that is impressive because then other people see it. Yes. I get credit. I'm telling you, Costco's flowers are amazing. Yes. I would get even on Valentine's... you don't have the Costco card. But any of that, like, even on Valentine's Day, I would go into Acme Supermarket in New Jersey... I put together my own. I buy the the loose uh, roses. Right. You buy those, uh, the white thingies that go with them. Right. Got to have the thingies. White thingies. Wrap that up. Go home, put it in a vase. I look like see, I spent $100. And you spent 17 17 Right. You're right. I got I got Kim two dozen roses last week from Costco. Just because? Yeah. What? What? Is that really? not allowed? That is allowed. It doesn't seem... That goes actually... against... That goes against your on-air personality. Well, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't usually do that on, like, Valentine's Day. or You don't like do it, it when it's expected. Days. Yeah, random days. But you were in Costco. You said, look Costco. at these beautiful flowers. I, I was with my little guy, and oh, we saw them. What, I'm a like, nice... what do you think? Those are kind of nice. They were red and white, two dozen. What a nice thing to do in front of your child and also. Were, yes, and, and they were then, like $23. And then he learns how to treat women correctly. Well, you hope so. Right? Yeah. So. Now, did he try to take credit for that? Um, No. Actually, okay. he didn't. No, he didn't. No. He went, right, Mom, good. look what we got you. So, no. He wow. Didn't say, look what I that got. That must have touched her, Jerry. Yes. I would say she She, she would like that. Yes, absolutely. That is nice. I'm going to start randomly doing acts of kindness. And just putting them in your living room? Look <laughs> what I got myself. <laughs> you shouldn't have. <laughs> you order, like, I just order myself cookies. <laughs> Mrs. Fields, you shouldn't have, Al. Uh, Merry Christmas. Jerry, I want to alert you to set your DVRs. Eddie Murphy, Saturday Night Live. What time is this at? 11.30 at night. What is it, 11.30? This Saturday. That's why you got to set the DVR. You set the DVR. Gosh. This is either going to be terrific or terrible, and I don't think there's going to be an in-between. I don't know what to expect, actually. Yeah, me neither. It sounds like in some interviews he's done that he's bringing back a bunch of his old characters. He's bringing back uh, Mr. Rogers, I know. Uh, uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yes, I think he even called. mentioned maybe Buckwheat or Gumby. Yeah. I think if he does that, that's good. It's like, an, it's like a band coming out and doing some of their big hits, and then you give them some new stuff, but you give them the big hits, you can't go wrong. Now you said you I would s- agree. You said you recently saw an interview with Eddie Murphy, and he was. I saw uh, him on the hilarious. Ellen. I saw him on the Ellen Show. Yeah, and he was. I'm not gonna say he was hilarious, but what was interesting was he was cursing like crazy on the Ellen Show, yes. which is on television, which is you know taped in front of a live studio audience and then aired, obviously after they clearly beep out the curses. Yeah, and so to me that shows me that all right. This is Eddie Murphy of old, maybe. Right. Because he went through that phase when he had kids, where he right. got clean, he was doing cartoons. Beverly Hills Cop 3 was brutal, you know. So maybe now we're going to get the old Eddie Murphy. By the way, physically, the man looks like he's not aged. I don't know what skin cream he's using, moisturizer. He looks great. He does. He looks great. Yeah, but th- we were talking about that, though, too, in the warm-up show with Bruce Springsteen, 
who's 70 years old and still running around a stage looking like he's 35. Right, and then we found out during the real show, we talked about Tom Coughlin being fired and uh, his age. He's 73. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen's 70. Right. And They're three how, years apart. Right, and, and I look at Coughlin as a guy, as an older man who's got a lot of energy. Yeah. But right. I would think 10, 15 years older than Bruce Springsteen. Right. Not three. Tom Coughlin could still beat me up for sure. That's not even a question, right? Um, if I was fighting fist fight. That. He's 73. Really? I don't know about that. F- me fist fighting Tom Coughlin? He's 73. Right, but you got a couple of things. The guy's been around football his whole career. He's a military guy. He would take me down and wrestle me. I would, the best I could do is uh, sneak attack him, like from the back, get in a shot before he even knows it's a fight. But if you're telling me get in the ring and fight Tom Coughlin... I don't know, man. He's seventy three. At the end of the day, I love the I love the drive. I love the will. Yeah, those muscles and bones and joints have seventy three years on them. I suppose. I know yours have fifty, but that's twenty three years younger. If my math is right, it's a big difference, don't you think? Your math is right, Jerry. Good job. Fifty three. All right, so I've already set my DVR for that Saturday Night Live. There's no. Well, I'd be up at eleven. I guess I could be up at eleven thirty on Saturday. Saturday is one of the. It's this has been a very weird week. Okay. So yesterday after work, I had a very rare day of nothing on the calendar. Is that right? Nothing. What did it nothing. feel like? Um, it was okay for the first hour. And you got antsy? I got antsy, so I did some leaves, and then I went to the stores, and then I picked up my son from school, which was fine. Then I came home, and I, I said, well, let's go. Me and my wife went to the mall. I was bored. So we went out. We went Christmas shopping, which just went to the different mall. Different mall. Which was fine, which was a little busier than the one night before, but not crazy. Today, however, I don't get a break until 8 p.m. <laughs> Once I leave here. I'm not going. It's nuts. So I yesterday was nothing. Today's crazy. Tomorrow's nothing. Saturday, dude. I have a Saturday. Nothing. A nothing Saturday. I have a nothing Saturday. Now, like, weird. You've discussed how you've been to the mall and it's not been crowded. I have an article right here in front of me that says Saturday. This will Saturday nuts. will be the yes. busiest day it has to be. Of the shopping season. Doesn't it have to be? The yeah. Saturday before Christmas? I'm going on Monday to the mall. That's a good That's a good day to go. Because I'm It'll be off. busy. It'll be busy, you're right. Yeah. Because a lot of people take off that week. I could go to the mall Monday, but I got to work. Let's go together. I'm working. You're lazy. You're off. Oh. I'm working all week, except Maybe for I'll, Wednesday. Except for actual Christmas Day? Yeah. Maybe I'll call in from the mall. No, you Live won't. reports. Would you call in Thursday you morning? You were looking live. Well, no, 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 no. Not Monday or Tuesday. Call in Thursday when I need some help. Okay, Thursday. Yeah. I'll give you a recap of give my a, Christmas. A, well, yes. Why don't you call and give us a Christmas recap? Okay. I'll call Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. Let's Maybe say I'll call 8 Wednesday. o'clock. Maybe I'll call Wednesday as well. Who's on? Wednesday? Richard we Near, wish probably. you a Merry know. Christmas. I really don't know. Probably Richard Near. And how about this, Jerry? This is interesting. So... Videos of turkeys are appearing on porn sites, and they're not porno turkeys. They're encouraging men to go cold turkey and not to watch pornography around the holidays. How about that? Okay. Uh, Videos of roast turkeys have appeared on several porn sites, including Pornhub, YouPorn, and RedTube. So what does that mean? They're uploading videos of turkeys? Yeah, some people are doing this in order to so that men see it. It says videos of, uh, let's see, the videos which have suggestive titles, including Big Breasted Bird Gets Roasted, (laughs) 
and hot legs and juicy breasts were created by an online doctor in the hopes of encouraging men to go cold turkey on pornography in December. He says he hopes to raise awareness, Jerry, for this. Porn-induced erectile dysfunction, which affects 3% of British men. He's in Britain. 3%? Yeah. We're worried about 3% Porn-induced erectile dysfunction is not a recognized medical condition. I do see men in my practice who believe that porn usage is linked to the quality of their erections. How about that? What does that mean, Al? It means that uh, the men are not getting aroused in real life because it's not pornography. Got it. So he wants you to go cold 3% turkey. Right. Jerry, would you be more likely, if I, sh- if I if there were two titled videos, one was titled Big Breasted Bird Gets Roasted, or one was titled Hot Legs and Juicy Breasts, which would you be more likely to click? One. Me too. The first one sounds like a meal. Right. <laughs> sounds like dinner. It does. But hot legs and juicy breasts, that could be a film. Exactly what it sounds like. I might search for that later, see if it comes up as a turkey or a movie. What you do here at work? <laughs> By the way, you know how I, I said I, I, I did the Mrs. Fields cookies? Yes. Now it's on every... Yeah. It's the commercial now for every yeah. website I go to. It's And I bought it already. Yes. I made the purchase. It, but you were there, and now they've got you. Get off me, Miss Fields. I'm buying the boys, and I got to do it today. Yeah. I'm getting them a uh, a pitching machine. Oh, we have, nice. We have, a, we have a 30-foot batting cage in the back. It's not big, but it's perfect. So I'm going to buy them a pitching machine for Christmas, which is a good gift, except I can't really take it out until March. Right. But at least I'll have it, and then once we get the net back up, it'll be all good. And now every ad is get pitching this machine. jugs machine, get the jugs. heater machine, get this machine, get the iron mic machine. Like, all right, gotcha. I know what I'm getting. Just leave me alone. Do, what uh, brand do you get? Do they have a jugs? Jugs. You know, when I lived in Florida, there were a bunch of restaurants. Like Hooters is very popular there, and there's a bunch of like kind of ripoff restaurants. One was called Mugs and Jugs. Beer and boobs. Yeah. How many times did you go? <laughs> we used to go a lot. They had very. <laughs> they had very good wings at Mugs. Well, of course they did. Mugs and Jugs. Upgrade great wings in uh, Pine- better Pinellas Park. But good wings. We uh, Yeah, mugs and jugs in Pinellas Park, Florida. Pinellas Park. Man, you lived in Florida, you Seven years. Dumbass. Then I came back to this 19-degree weather. I, honestly, I was walking in this morning saying, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. I hate this weather. I'm oh. just happy I uh, changed the battery in my automobile. It was not going to start today. But now it fires right up. There you go. Look at you. If you're looking you to put a battery in a car you just bought. If you're looking to buy someone something nice for the holidays and you can't battery. think, get them a nice car a battery. Last. <laughs> By the way, you wrap it up, it feels heavy under the tree. You know, one gift be my, so happy. my brother got me that I never used, and I feel bad about it, because it's a good gift. It was a um, like a remote jump start. Oh. That you kind of keep in your car. The problem was, this was like seven, eight years ago, and then we moved to throw it out, because it was never opened in five years. I didn't right. know it would work anymore. Well, it was open, because I read the door. I didn't understand how to use it. It didn't spark joy for you. Enough with that. I didn't understand how to use it. That was a good gift, though. But now they're probably more easily explained. Probably. This this literally was nine or ten years ago, I would say. And then two years ago, we moved. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot I even had this. Threw it out. Feel bad. No, it's another good automotive gift. Uh, the, a new car. The, the, to have the pump in your car. Yeah, that, compressor. That plugs into yeah. your cigarette car lighter. battery. Your car cigarette, cigarette lighter, lighter, right? Power source. Yes, and, you can, and you can blow up. Now, 
you one time. At the airport, it blew up on me. Because <laughs> it was so cold, right? I had a flat tire. Yeah, I guess. I got off the plane. I think it was Rutgers-Michigan State. And I remember it was a 6 p.m. game um, in East Lansing. And I remember thinking, this is great. Six, game's over at 8. We'll be on the plane by 8.45. Hour flight. We're going to land at Newark at 10. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go right to work and be there by 11. And I'm going to get like four and a half hours sleep, which sounds crazy, but usually I get two. So this was like, this is going to be great. Get off the plane, go get my car, flat tire. Take the compressor out, <laughs> turn it on. Did you see the flat <laughs> tire, or did you have to get in the car and see the light pop on? I always look. Okay. I won't, at the airport, I always look. So I saw it was flat immediately. Okay. Like, oh, so come good. on. No problem. I've got this. Uh, so the air compressor. Air compressor. So in I my put trunk. it in as I've used many times before. I put it in, I turned it on, and pop. <laughs> like, whoa, that can't be good. Dead. <laughs> the compressor pop? Yeah. And then I was nothing. I had to change the tire. And you were in a suit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was awful. And I, I had trouble with, I couldn't get one lug nut. So the way the car was positioned, the way I always take the, the way I change the tire so quickly is you got to get the lug nuts loose. Once you get them loose, everything's easy. But the one on the bottom right, my car was up against a pillar in the parking lot. And the one lug nut, bottom right, I couldn't get. I always put the uh, wrench on, and then I put it where it's, like, vertical with the ground. And then I use my body weight to get on it. And For it just, leverage. Yeah, just a little bit, just to get it to move. And then I hand, ta- uh, hand turn it. Well, I couldn't get my weight or the lug nut on properly, and it took me forever. I, it just didn't. That took me, like, an hour. And as, as it turned out, got here at 1 a.m. and got two hours. <laughs> After all was said and done, it did not work out like I thought yeah. it would. So, yeah. But those are good to have. Those are good to have. Yep. What's better, that or a fix-a-flat? The compressors. It is, Well, right? it depends on what you have. I mean, if you have, you know, a little pinhole in your tire and it's a slow leak, the compressor, you can keep driving for a while. The fix-a-flat, I don't trust it. I, I don't, don't know. What does it do? It's supposed to be a sealant. So, if like, you have a nail or a little thing, you're supposed to plug the hole temporarily. I guess. And it also know. puts air in your tire at the same time? Is that how it works? I don't know the answer to that. I've never used it. Like, that. if you walk out with a flat tire and you pump fix-a-flat in it, does it put air in the tire I, as well? I, I don't know. I would think you got to pump it up and then put the fix-a-flat in, but I don't know. And that's been around forever because when I worked in drug fair in 1986, we had fix-a-flat. Yeah. That, that day in the cruise when I opened up the trunk and didn't realize I didn't have a flat of, of a spare tire. The Chevy like, Cruise. What do had? I do with this? <laughs> Fix a flat. <laughs> hey, fix your ass. How about that? You had to fix a flat in place of a, a oh, spare tire? Yes. Like, what a waste. <laughs> it's a good car, too. That's how they keep them so light, Jerry. That car. Good gas mileage. That, yes. That car was tremendous. That car, though, which I only had for a year, I couldn't take it anymore. Four flat tires in one year. Mm. How is that possible? Makes no sense. Yeah. I got after the fourth flat tire up by Columbia, I called my wife. I'm like, I'm getting rid of this stupid car. She goes, it's a tire. It's not the car. I'm like, doesn't matter. I've had enough. I had bad luck with a Ford Escape where I got multiple flats. It was Why weird. though? Yeah, whatever. I blame when uh, we were in Queens. Uh, the radio station was in Queens. That uh, 59th Street Bridge, man, that yeah. used to have some debris on That's it. That's true. Could have been. Hey, man. Hey, dude. I, I got to go. All right, Jerry, the warm-up. Hey, uh, oh. Merry Christmas Merry, to you, you oh. filthy animal. And Merry Christmas to you and yours. Uh, I'll see you. Okay, Jerry. See It's 
the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, here we go. It's a Thursday morning on the fan of Rooney. Al Dukes, you look handsome. I have one thing I'd like to start with. First, hello. Oh, hi, Jerry. Remember last week on, I think it was the podcast we were doing. Maybe it might have been here. I have no idea. Uh, we do so much now. Um, we were talking about how you'd like to see famous people when you're out. Like once you'd like to run into a famous person. Like food shopping or something. Right. Yes. Out and about, you want to yes. run into a famous person. How about if you were in Philadelphia yesterday on a little class trip and you go do the touristy thing and you run up the rocky stairs and you go to the statue, you take pictures, and then Rocky shows up in your picture. Yeah, what was he doing there? Did you see that? I did see this. Kind of neat. Uh, it did not say what he was doing there, but he was there. Then he took pictures with the class that was on a class trip that ran up the stairs. And he was dressed like Rocky walking around. He had the Rocky hat on that he wears. Perhaps. He's getting older now. Maybe Sylvester Stallone was going back to his roots. Right. Trying to enjoy his time and what he's be. I don't know. This is what I'm hoping for in Asbury Park, New Jersey, that Bruce Springsteen will be roaming around and I will take a photo with him. How old would you say Sylvester Stallone is? Bruce. 67. I think he's in his 70s. Oh. You think he's 67? What is Bruce? 70. Just turned Bruce 70. Bruce Springsteen is 70? Yes. You're looks kidding terrific, me. terrific, Jerry. He works out. He does look terrific. I mean, Sylvester Stone has to be 70. Yeah, he looks terrific as well. Two terrific-looking older men, Jerry. That's I, what I'm, I'm hoping to Google be soon. I'm going to Google that. Are you, you say over, under on Sylvester Stone is what? I'm going to say he's 67. I'm going to say 70. He's got to be. you got to keep lifting weights. That's the key, Jerry. And taking the HGH. And taking HGH. He's 73. 73. Yes. Wow. He looks freaking terrific, as they say. Yeah. I can't believe Bruce is 70. 70 and still rocking out, Jerry. Man, that's awesome. Jerry, I've lived in this area. Uh, I've lived in areas where it snows. I don't want to live here anymore. And I've lived here for 43. I want to move. Of my 50 years on Earth. I know. And you were the idiot that left Florida. And I've never heard of a snow squall. Really? And that's all anyone was talking about yesterday. Well, because we got squalls. the alerts yesterday. Yes. like My phone went... Yeah. Right snow squall. Nap for me. It was and terrible. what does that mean? Uh, it means that it goes from sunny to dark, and here comes snow, and then it's gone. All right. It's so it's a, a snowstorm, uh, but a quick hitter. A squall. Yes, we didn't. Got, we didn't get by us. It was kind of weird though when I got into the city. We got. I got nothing by me. I saw nothing in New Jersey. I get into the city. There were random cars covered in snow. Yeah, and that's something. And nothing else. Clearly, there were par- cars parked that haven't moved since yesterday. Right. Time. Because right in front of our building. How about that? How about that? How about uh, that? I did see the photos of the the Tappan Zee Bridge. Someone took a before picture at about 4 p.m. And then at 4.15 p.m. So before snow squall. Sunny. After snow 4:15 squall. 4.15 in the middle of it. You couldn't see the bridge. Wow. All right. Yeah, pretty wild, actually. I'd like to see a snow squall. We before. had our warning was up till 4 p.m. Uh, I want to see one before I pass, Jerry. You mean die? Yeah. Snow squall. All right. I would like to be caught in a snow squall. You know what? I'd like to move. That's why I'd like to pass away, Jerry. Caught in a snow no, squall. No, you wouldn't. No, at 100 would years not. old on my Shut birthday. Up. That's not the way you want to go. You want to you want to go to sleep one night at 5 p.m. like you usually do, and you don't want to wake up. I That's wanted, how you want to pass no, away. No, I want to be a little dramatic why? for my family. You want that? You want to be terrified in your final <laughs> moments on <laughs> no. Earth? You'd be no. trapped in a car in a snow squall no, in no, Alaska? No, 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 no. But I'd like to have some questions for the people that find me. Like, hmm. No, why is this hand there? <laughs> Not that question, Jerry. I want to so leave clues. Clues. I'm sorry. Jerry, I want to talk about this Garrett Cole fella. 
All right, so here's before you do. How here's, about that? Here's what I thought about Garrett, and this is amazing how you pop into my Thank mind you. now at weird times during the day. So I see the first picture of Garrett Cole, the before and after. Before, before beard. The beard, after the beard. After beard. Before the beard, he looks like an intimidating presence. Yep. And he's just going to blow you away with that slider and all these pitches he has. And then I saw him without the beard. And all I can think of is you. Yeah. With He doesn't look that all that intimidating no. anymore. <laughs> if I see that guy. If I'm getting in the batter's box now and I you see that guy, I'm about like, it. I get hit off this Until, guy. Until, of course, he throws at you. Well, you don't know that. By the way, you have no chance. That sign that was all the talk yesterday about uh, when he was a little kid, he yes. had that sign at the World Series game, and um, he brought the faded sign that people at first thought was fake, but really it was just faded because it was so old. Then it turns out you read the story about that sign, he didn't even make it. Yeah. He was staying at a hotel in uh, Phoenix, right? Right. And a family that had went to the previous night's game. Uh, gave him the sign in the hallway of the but hotel. They were not shown on TV. He was. He was. But he didn't write the sign. Fugazis. That, yeah, Fugazis. He didn't write the sign that said Yankee fan today, tomorrow, forever and ever. Oh, but he is, though. He is. So that's cool. But yeah, yeah I mean, the fact that he didn't make it takes a little bit away from little, it. Little, little you really bit think away. that's still the same sign? Yes. You do. Because otherwise, no one would have thought to bring a faded sign. You know what I'm saying, I guess, Jay? I suppose. Because he said he put it up on his wall as a child, yeah. and I'm sure the sun shone in, shone, shone up, in. <laughs> and faded it out. Then it went to a closet. Now here it is. I guess. You still have signs from uh, your childhood? Uh, I don't, but my parents moved. I think if my parents hadn't moved. That they would have kept your room as like a mural. I'd still had stacks of Playboys in the closet when they moved. <laughs> and the videos would be in the, uh, in the ceiling in the, in the basement where you kept them. Uh, well, or no, the Rolling Stones uh, concert. No, those I kept in my <laughs> desk drawer. Right, but the Playboys I kept kept in my closet. The I went you to stole from your dad. I went to no, I I purchased these on my own. I thought own. those were the ones you took from your dad. No, I that was I was much younger when I took them oh. from my dad. Then he stopped getting them because I was so a little kid stealing his Playboys. Then I started uh, subscribing myself and getting the, making sure I got the mail first. That's pretty ballsy. Yeah, That's very ballsy. Good. Like you subscribed to. How did you pay for it? Money order. <laughs> I had to go to the bank and get a money order. You really went to some. Oh my lengths. god! Yeah, I went to some lengths, and then and then uh, years later, when my parents were moving, my father said, "Oh, you got all these Playboys. They're in really good condition." He goes, "They might be worth something." Little did I tell him, I pulled all the centerfolds out and brought them to college with me. How old were They're you? They're worth nothing. This, this is your teens. Teens? Yeah. I wish. When you no, I'm saying when you got when you subscribed. Um, yes. How old were you? Late teens. And yet you didn't do that until you were in your twenties. Correct. It doesn't listen. It does. You can't connect the dots, Jerry. No, you're an interesting human being. Cannot connect the dots. Uh, and also now Garrett Cole is going to oh, take Cole, right. Luke Voigt's number forty-five. Well, Voigt gave it to him. But they say there's going to be some sort be of exchange money transaction. Yeah. Now, if you're Luke Voigt, Jerry, and he comes to you, you got to act like. You don't need anything. Oh, no, you take it. I'm no, good. I say I want $250,000. Right. Do you give him the figure of what you want for it, or does Garrett Cole, you take whatever he offers you? I would probably ask for what the offer is first. Really? Because then if it's more than I expected, I'm good. <laughs> cash! Cash! Give me cash! <laughs> or, try to think what do you take. Do you think he has I a... Think money. Do you think Garrett Cole has a guy approach Luke Voigt, or no, he man-to-man? Man? No, they got to do it together. Man-to-man. Man. I think that's got to be guy-to-guy. 
But he goes up to him first and says, may I have number 45? It's the only well, number I Well, I think I've Voight won. offered it first. Oh, that's sweet. I think Voight put it out there that I'd be open to giving up my number. And I think he took 59 for his brother or something. 59! Right, 59. For his brother. I think that was the yes. number he took. I think, I think it was so. for his brother uh, who played in college. Um, I would think, though, if you're Garrett Cole, you have to go up. Mr. Voight, nice to meet you. All right, what do you want? Or here's my offer. What do you think, what do you think the initial offer should be? For a guy who's signed a $324 million? million contract? Boy, that's a good question. Is a million dollars out of the question? Yeah, that's a little silly. <laughs> Do you think it's think over a couple hundred thousand dollars? A couple hundred. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Absolutely. If it means that much to you. What luck. Like that you're the guy in the Yankees that wears 45. Yeah, that's that pretty you, good. You get this big windfall. Also goes to show that you're not all that important. That I guess so, yeah. Number. Like, would he have gone to... Aaron Judge and asked him for ninety nine. Right, if no. he were ninety nine, no. no chance. And I'd be judge if but like, Luke Voigt. Listen, I want the number. Luke Voigt, you're probably not going to be here at some point. Give me that number. It's possible. And then I saw a lot of people, Jerry, up in arms. Baseball purists, purists. Yes, about the Nike swoosh. About the new Nike swoosh yeah, now on the front really of the uniforms. Me neither. I it's like it. I think it's neat. Uh, you know, I understand that it makes the uniform look a little different. Whatever. It's a Nike swoosh. It's not like you're putting a big ad on the middle of the chest. It's not that big a deal. Old baseball people that call in and say, Our audience. I've been a Yankee fan <laughs> since 45. They're ticked. I'm sure they are. And you know what? They'll get over it real quick. They Here's say, my question. Are they not going to watch now? They say the young people prefer with the swoosh. Yeah, I read that. This is a part to get the young. We should stop. That's right, Jerry. No, please. We're no tricking. No. Jerry, we are tricking young people into no watching Yankee baseball. No Yankee fan who's 15 years old is going to buy a Yankee jersey now because there's a Nike swoosh mm. on it as opposed to before. If you're a Yankee fan, you bought the jersey. We have to take a break. What if you're now bored or you're a millennial and you're clicking through the channels, you go, oh, what is that, a Nike swoosh on a jersey? When we come back, watch. Al's got a really cool story about ads on soccer uniforms in Great Britain. Not true. Up next. And then uh, uh, G's here. Boomer's out. Next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, about a minute left. Uh, Devils won last night. No one else played. Uh, what else you got? Jerry, I have a story on darts. Yeah, you know, remember yesterday I darts. said, oh, do I have time for this now? We'll get to it tomorrow. I have the audio. I oh, you have I, a... So I gave it to Chris. He'll play it he coming has up. He dart on... audio? Yeah, and post-game sound. This uh, woman, Fallon Sherrock. Yes. She became the first woman ever to beat a man at darts. Which seems weird to me. Yeah, like when I was like going why? to college and we would play darts... In the bars, women always were good. Well, why? I don't understand why men would have had the advantage. Testosterone, Jerry. Shut up, Al. It it improves your eye coordination for hitting the bullseye. Steroids. Steroids. Remember I that check with Barry this. Bonds? They used to say the biggest thing about the steroids is your eyesight is improved. Yeah, I could use that now. Fallon Sherrock. Let's check her for steroids, Jerry. You could do That's that. That's what I say. You'll have some sound coming up though with uh, Chris this uh, hour. Although I did uh, see. A video of her, she does not appear to be a steroid user. No, she does. She's a slim. <laughs> yes. It's another WFAN Box Office Blitz Thursday.